Welcome to the 2010 Porsche Carrera Cup podcast. I'm Sam Lloyd and coming up in the programme, we hear from the champions of 2010. Absolutely ecstatic, you know, the, uh, the team, the sponsors, everybody worked so hard for this and uh, as a competitor, you know, going for a championship, you don't think about anything else really. We go behind the scenes to talk to some of the key people in the championship. I think you've got to have a lot of enthusiasm for it. You've got to give it your all, and you really got to want to do it. And I love motorsport. You know, I've, to, to have my hobby turn into my business and my living, I'm one of the lucky ones. And the drivers tell us what it's been like to race in the UK's most successful one-make series. It's my first year in this car, and I'm loving every minute of it, to be honest. It's a beautiful championship with a very strong car, and uh, I'd honestly love to be back next year. So, what a competitive season it's been. After racing at some of the top circuits in the UK with a grid averaging 26 cars a race weekend, it all came down to the wire at the final rounds at Brands Hatch. And what a season finale it proved to be with the racing so close with so much at stake. Tim Harvey went into qualifying with a 19-point lead over Michael Caine, but with 44 points on offer, the matter was far from settled. But it was Harvey who claimed the points that needed to be crowned the overall champion. The championship is made up over 20 races. There's no one point that you win or lose a championship. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I had a stellar start to the year. You know, the beginning of the year was fantastic. But, you know, that was hard work on behalf of the team as well and getting to grips with the, the new tyres and the car. And, you know, I, I genuinely think I've been driving better than ever this year. Meanwhile, after what has been a truly phenomenal season, Ollie Jackson secured the Pro-Am 1 title, winning 11 of the 20 races. It's been a great year for me. It's um, it's, it's easy coming coming here every every other weekend, pretty much, and it's easy to take for granted just what a privilege it is being here, and uh, and what a privilege it is being with uh, driving for Motorbase. Another fantastic year of racing. And the Pro Am Two title went to Glenn McMenamin, who fended off a tremendous challenge from his rivals. I think it's a, it's a matter of just sheer relief for the moment. I, I, I think I started to put a bit too much pressure on myself, certainly coming into this weekend, especially being a point uh, behind. So, you know, and I had a lucky break, but, I, you know, just not sunk in. And I don't think it will for, for a few days yet. Motorbase performance clinched the team championship in dramatic fashion as the title was only decided in the final few laps as the Motorbase squad moved ahead of Redline Racing. The team manager is Dave Bartram and our reporter Alan Lewis spent some time with the man himself to talk about his passion for the Porsche Carrera Cup. While the drivers may get the glory come race day, let's not forget about the guys behind the scenes and few are as important or as enthusiastic as motorbase performance team principal Dave Bartram. I got the chance to sit down with the man who ran six Porsche Carrera Cup cars this season as well as two cars in the British Touring Car Championship. I began by asking the man who guided motorbase to this year's team championship about his love for the Porsche Carrera Cup. We started as a Carrera Cup team, motorbase base performance came on the scene on the Toka package as a Carrera Cup team in 2004 and my heart lies firmly with Porsche I love the BMWs, I love the touring cars but I, you know, you start a touring car up it sounds great, start a Porsche up it sounds fantastic 
It's one of the best race series. It's one of the best supported series. You know, Porsche put a lot into it. A lot goes on behind the scenes. And as a team, it's, it's vital for our business that we're part of it. Bartram assembled a team of drivers in 2010 that competed across all three classes. Michael Kane narrowly missed out on the Drivers' Championship, but Ollie Jackson won the Pro-Am 1 class with room to spare. Dave says he's got a great mix of experience, skill and personalities. You've got George Richardson, who's 18 in his first season, really, in a, in a Carrera Cup car. You know, he's done Ginettas before. He did one race with us last year just to get a feel. And then you, you go right through to Michael Kane, our professional. You've got various, you know, from young lads to sort of businessmen to professional drivers so it's quite a different uh, makeup of guys and, and, it, and yeah it brings a different types of experience of everything so it's really good but does he ever get bored of just watching on from the pit lane I was a racer, you know, I raced a lot of, lot of years for Matt Neal and Dave Pigney and a lot of the guys that are around. The temptation is very much to get one out and drive the car, but no, I'll, I'll leave it in there. I'm frightened I'll get the bug and that's the worst thing you could do. You know, we run eight cars at these race weekends and I need to focus on that. I don't want to be sitting in one, or I do want to be sitting in one, but I don't think I'll go testing one because once I'm in it, I won't want to get out of it. And what do the people who drive for Dave think of their boss? Let's hear from two of them, George Richardson and first, Charlie Bateman. Larger than life character. Um, it's a good guy, really. Um, I'm enjoying working with him this year. Um, it's a great team. So he's, you know, all credit to him. He's running a great touring car team and Porsche team. So good job. Difficult question, I suppose. DB is uh, very much an acquired taste, to put it bluntly. Uh, he's a fantastic guy, and I've never met anybody with um, so much enthusiasm and, uh, and goodwill. He wants the best for everybody. Um, and he's a, he's a team player, he gels the team together and, you know, I'm sure the boys would describe him as one of the best bosses to work for, so I'm a big fan of DB. It's been another successful season for Dave Bartram and his motorbase performance team. He finished by telling me the key to surviving a long, hard season is to have the passion to carry on. If you don't, there's no point in coming because literally to do what we do as a team or a team principal, and I think you'll find the same with any of the Porsche guys, you know, Stuart, Simon, any of the guys coming in. I think you've got to have a lot of enthusiasm for it. You've got to give it your all and you really got to want to do it. And I love motorsport, you know, I've, to, to have my hobby turn into my business and my living, I'm one of the lucky ones. Dave Bartram there giving an insight into the role of team manager. And Alan, our roving reporter, has also gone behind the scenes to find out what it's like on a race weekend for those all-important team engineers. Head into the Team Parker garage and ask for engineer Chris Gagan. Chris heads up the engineering team at Team Parker Racing. While the Team Parker cars don't hit the track until Friday, Chris's weekend starts a day earlier. We normally arrive on Thursday, uh, which is known as a setup day. We put, wash all the trucks first, then they all get parked up, and then you fit all the awnings, all the flooring. So by Thursday night when we leave here, everything's ready to go for the Friday. Friday is a day for testing, getting the car right for qualifying and adjusting anything the driver might want to change. Uh, normally we use this just to tweak the car because the car will be set up before we arrive at the circuit. So the drivers will go out and after the first session we'll speak to the engineers. They'll go away, look at the data and then come back and say well they might do a few changes on the car. So basically Friday is the fine-tuning day and ready for qualifying on a Saturday. So on to Saturday, qualifying day. Yeah, the thing that qualifying is you never know how it's going to go. I mean, you know, you sometimes have great days and sometimes have bad days and there's nothing worse than spending all week and then having a bad qualifying. Obviously, it's out of our hands and it's up to the drivers. And I mean, if they go off on the first lap, you just feel like all that work you've done all week is gone, but you just have to get on with it. 
surface was pretty good. Uh, we were third, fourth, and fifth, and third, fourth, and fifth for the qualifying two. Um, you always saw you could do a little bit better, but we're only 0.2 off. Drivers quite happy with the cars, and uh, we stuck to the setup that we had. So yeah, we were quite happy with qualifying. one of the weekend went well with two Team Parker drivers getting a podium finish but with only a few hours to go until race two there's work to be done in the Team Parker garage. We're now getting the cars ready for the second race which is uh, basically just checking them over again, refueling them. One or two of them had a knock so they're going to go back on the flat patch just to make sure they're steering straight and that you know all the toes are correct. Uh, there's a few minor dents and scratches we'll have to repair in between the race but apart from that um, it's not too bad. And with third and fifth place finishes in race two, the weekend is over. Yeah, well, I mean, I've been doing it 12 years now at Team Parker. Everybody says to me, it's obviously a great job. It's like everything, it is, it is a good job, you know, and uh, there are times when you think to yourself, I could sit in an office and not have half the stress that I have to go through. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I still enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, well, I wouldn't give it up. listening to the Porsche Carrera Cup podcast with me Sam Lloyd and what a season it's been for the Porsche Carrera Cup GB scholarship winners Ewan Hankey and Michael Meadows. Not only were they given this fantastic opportunity to race in the series but they also competed at the Porsche Mobile One Super Cup race supporting the British Grand Prix in July. The 2010 Porsche Carrera Cup season will hold special memories for two drivers in particular. Ewan Hankey and Michael Meadows beat off competition from other young hopefuls to win a scholarship. But what exactly does that mean? I'll let Ewan explain. It offers you firstly the monetary value, it offers you uh, education, media training, health and nutrition, anything, guidance with teams and management, in fact, every single aspect of racing. But being awarded a scholarship is no easy task. Both drivers were put through their paces for two days so that judges could decide whether they had what it takes. Michael says it was tough not knowing what the panel was thinking. They don't really give you any sign that they, of how you've done, so you're just doing it by what you feel you've done. You know, I was optimistic when we went back there for the shootout, but I think everyone was optimistic. You know, I don't think, I don't think anyone felt they did a bad job, and I don't think anyone did do a bad job. What followed next was an anxious wait to see if they'd been accepted onto the programme, and when finally given the nod, elation, especially for Ewan. I literally couldn't believe it. I mean, I applied off a bit of a whim, wasn't really expecting too much. They gave us absolutely no indication whatsoever how you were doing. When we all arrived on that Monday morning, got told the results, I was shocked and just over the moon. The scholarship came with a cheque for £50,000 to help them through the Cup season, but for the drivers, an added bonus. The chance to race around Silverstone in the Porsche Super Cup on British Grand Prix weekend, something both drivers will never forget. Because Porsche, obviously, is such a huge brand that... Um, Bernie wants it on the F1 package and he gives them a really good slot just before the F1 race so, and with the last thing out before the F1 cars go out so the crowds are there already, 100 plus thousand people for Aaron to go and obviously at Silverstone there's plenty of British flags, probably for Lewis and Jensen but I imagine they were for me. 
seeing drivers that you've always looked up to that you see on the TV or anything and then the crowds I mean the 100,000 people that were there it was just phenomenal and I just remember pulling off onto my grid position at P8 and I just looked to the left and I saw all these people and I was like this is awesome A fantastic weekend and a fantastic opportunity for both scholars Here's Ewan with a final word on what the scholarship programme has meant to him It's only spurred me on to want to do bigger and better things now I mean I already want to do the Porsche Super Cup next year and that's my goal that's how I'm going to make it as a professional racing driver and I've got to do what I've got to do But the final word has to go to the drivers as they give their thoughts on what has been a superb season It's great camaraderie brilliantly organised great crowds I don't know what there is here today 35,000 40,000 it's amazing fantastic looking forward to doing it next year It's been absolutely fantastic um, the the, I mean, I keep saying this, but the, the, the great thing about this as a championship is I think these cars are all absolutely even, and there's very, very little difference. You know, so there's some t slight technical changes you can make with the cars, but other than that, what you're seeing out there is driver ability, and to me, that's key to this championship. Porsche, as you would imagine, do it very, very well, and uh, I've done other one-mate championships, and it, it just doesn't shine a light to anything here. You know, it's a it's a fantastic environment to be in with the touring cars. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's a great environment. And so what a year it's been with the promise that it will be even bigger and better in 2011. But until the next time, it's goodbye.